Welcome to Thrive Beyond Pornography, the podcast where real couples like us candidly navigate the journey to a healthier, more connected life. Join us as we share personal experiences, expert insights, and practical tips to help you thrive in your relationships and break free. Together, let's repair and build a rock-solid connection, becoming a couple that can overcome any challenge. You're listening to the Self Mastery Podcast, where we break through barriers holding you back from becoming who you want to be. Whether you're struggling with pornography, overeating, social media addiction, or just want to get better at succeeding at life, this podcast is for you. Now your host, Zach Spafford. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another beautiful Mastery Monday here on the Self Mastery Podcast. I'm your host, Zach Spafford, and I just wanted to remind everybody that last week on the podcast, as Darcy and I talked about my the last time that I almost went down the rabbit hole, uh, which was which was a beautiful moment in our lives. Uh, she also basically offered everybody the opportunity to get free coaching from me, which I re- <laughs> I really appreciate that. Uh, she said anybody who leaves us a review and then sends us either an Instagram or message, or you can send me an email at info at zackspafford with a picture of that review, that you'll be entered into a drawing for anyone in your family to be a part of my next group coaching session. It's really interesting, right? Because am I going to announce on the on the podcast who that is? That's, that's going to be really interesting. We'll see how that works. I, I don't imagine most people are probably like, no, I don't really want my name announced on the podcast. So don't worry about that. We're not going to announce your name on the podcast. We are going to announce that it has been awarded to someone. If that person wants to have their name out there, that's totally fine. We can do that. We can do that if they want, but we won't announce the winner on the podcast. We will just announce that there was a winner. Uh, the one caveat that she gave was that we need to get to a hundred reviews. So if you have a sec, go ahead go to really, it only matters on Apple podcasts. So if you're not on Apple podcasts, you know, figure out a way to get onto Apple Podcasts and put a review. You don't have to put your name on that review. You can put an alias of some sort and put your name in for that drawing. Because if this is something that you've been working on and you're listening to this podcast right now, it's a free opportunity for you to go through my group coaching. And anybody who's been through that knows that it is an extraordinary opportunity to both learn new techniques and strategies and become free from your pornography use habit. Just putting that out there, feel free to, again, go on, set up your review, send me a note. I'm happy to honor that, even though Darcy's not here this week. And some of you are like, wait, what? Darcy's not there? Yes, it's just me today. It's been three weeks of Darcy. And my friend Dan, who listens to the podcast assiduously, was like, uh, yeah, sometimes I like it when Darcy's on. In fact, I really like it when Darcy's on, but sometimes I do like it when it's just you. Now, if you're like a lot of people and you love listening to Darcy as she explains all of the things that I say and gives context and color to them, please feel free to sign up for our next webinar, which is going to be again on Sunday. I think that's working out really well. It's Sunday, October 4th. So please go ahead and sign up for that at our website or on the link that I'm going to put in the show notes. But for this week, it's just me. And we're going to talk about confirmation bias. Now, that's not a word that you really ever hear anywhere. And so when you hear it, don't lose your mind. Don't be like, oh, I'm going to tune out to this one because we're not going to talk about that word very often. But I want you to know what it is. And then we're going to talk about how it works. And you're going to learn a little bit of something about how you can actually change your whole brain just by beginning to change something that you believe. 
So I want to start with a quote that I heard from my friend Mary Alice Hatch. I had a conversation with her just this week. She recorded a podcast uh, called the What Now Podcast with me on it. Some of the previous guests that she's had are, uh, well, Steve Young. Steve Young was the one, <laughs> really Steve Young was the guy who drew me into the podcast. I was like, what? Steve Young's on this podcast? It's like that, um, you know, six degrees of separation. I'm like two degrees of separation from Steve Young. And I just, I can't, I can't wait to meet him one day. <laughs> He's one of my heroes. But having a conversation with her on her podcast, What Now? She came to me and we were talking about change. And we were talking about the possibility of changing through you know, the work that I do and how so many people who have used pornography and have viewed pornography and have been kind of feel trapped within the pornography cycle, they feel like they can't change. And she brought this beautiful quote from Elder Holland to our conversation that I asked her to send me and she was so gracious to send it to me. She said, Elder Holland's quote goes like this, you can change anything you want to change and you can do it very fast. That's another satanic sucker punch that it takes years and years and eons of attorney to repent. It takes exactly as long to repent as it takes you to say, I'll change and mean it. Of course, there will be problems to work out and restitutions to make. You may well spend, indeed you had better spend, the rest of your life proving your repentance by its permanence. But change, growth, renewal, repentance can come for you as instantaneously as it did for Alma and the sons of Mosiah. Close quote. So that's a really great place to start from when you talk about confirmation bias. And the reason I think that's true is because the belief is the thing that is most important when it comes to the change that you're looking to accomplish. The idea that you can look at your I am statements and believe something different allows you to begin the process of creating an entirely different reality for yourself. So let me tell you what I mean by that. If you've ever been to a 12-step meeting, you've heard the phrase, hi, my name is Zach and I'm an addict. And almost everyone I've worked with thinks they're addicted to pornography. What if instead of believing, hi, my name is Zach and I'm addicted or I'm an addict or something like that, we believe something else. And I used to think that I was addicted to pornography and that there was something in my brain that made it that, so that I would return to pornography because I was quote unquote powerless against my addiction. And I really hated that. I hated that idea. I hated that phrase. I felt like I was trapped. I felt like I was incapable of real change because I would always be an addict. That was an identity. Hi, my name is Zach, and I'm an addict. That phrase, I'm an addict. It felt like I would forever be at the mercy of this problem, and I would always have to be on the lookout to keep it at bay. And, and that, honestly, truthfully, that was exhausting. Then about eight years ago, as I'm thinking back on the timelines, it was about the time we had our twins. In fact, it was exactly when we had our twins. That gave us six kids, seven and under, and my wife said to me, I need more help at home. And if all these meetings you're going to and the counselors that you're working with aren't making this better, I would rather have you here to help me with the kids. <laughs> now, I want you to recognize that that was not a demand, but it really felt like it. It felt, I mean, honestly, it was like pretty close to a demand. She was like, listen, you're not changing in the way that I think you should be changing. And you're not changing in the way that you want to be changing. So why not just at least come home and you can figure this out another time? As I looked at the previous years and I took stock of what I had learned and the progress that I had made, I kind of saw that I had plateaued. And she was right. So I came home. 
And I used that moment and I said, now is the time to try something new, something different, something that I didn't know how to do and that I had never done before. And I took a step back and I started to look at my brain differently. I started to ask myself questions about what I was thinking and believing and doing that was keeping me tied to pornography viewing. And in that work, something had occurred to me. At every meeting I had ever been to with the 12 Steps, the prescribed phrase to introduce yourself to the group is, I'm an addict. But if you've ever been in those meetings, you know that not everybody uses that phrase. Sometimes they say things like, I'm a recovering addict. Sometimes they say things like, I used to be an addict. Sometimes they say things like, I'm someone who used to look at pornography. And I realized that what they were really saying was that being an addict meant for them that they were stuck and a victim and unchangeable. It was an identity that they didn't want to continue to identify with because it didn't serve them. It didn't help them be the person that they wanted to be. And this is where I started to change from what I believed to what I wanted to believe. I believed I was an addict. I mean, I, I, I think so many of the people that I talked to, so many of the members of the church, so many members of the, the wider human race, we oftentimes we think we are addicted to so many things, whether it's our phones or our computers or our pornography or you know food, all kinds of things. We oftentimes think, I'm addicted, I'm addicted, I'm addicted. And that is an identity that doesn't serve you. And I thought, well, what if I could believe something different? And what do I want to believe, right? What do I want to believe about myself? What do I want to be, believe about my fellow men? What do I want to believe about these guys in these 12-step groups? What do I want to believe about me? What is it about me that makes me special? What is it about me that makes it so that if I want to overcome this problem of pornography use, what do I have to believe? And the first thing that I chose to believe was something that I've always believed about me, which is I can figure anything out. I've always been able to figure anything out. You know, when it comes to a problem with the car, when it comes to a problem at work, when it comes to a problem with, you know, spreadsheets, PowerPoints, all kinds of things, I've always been able to figure it out because I have that tenacious drive to just go to the heart of the problem, look for any solutions that I can find, and then implement them and experiment with them until I get it right. Like I, tur- I taught myself how to program my website, right? Like I, don't, I didn't know how to do that previous to this job. Well, previous to some other job that I had, right? I, I'm a self-taught person in so many areas of my life. And I thought, well, why can't I do this? Why can't I figure this out? And I said, I, I'm somebody who can figure anything out. I'm a figurer. I'm someone who can solve problems. I'm a problem solver. And so as I got through that process, as I looked at that, I said, okay, well, what do I need to do? And I stopped believing that I'm an addict because it wasn't helpful. Being an addict never helped me stop being an addict. Being an addict never helped me stop looking at pornography. Saying I'm an addicted person never helped me become a not addicted person. And in that, I began to realize that my identity, who, who I believe I am, is core to what I do. When I believe I can figure things out, I figure things out. When I believe I'm an addict, I keep turning back to the things that I used to do to feel good. And I want you to kind of think about it this way. What if you could totally just believe, I used to look at pornography, but now I don't? What if that was the thing that every time you, even after you messed up, you like 
just were like, no, no, no. I actually used to be someone who looked at pornography, but now I don't. You don't have to have proof to believe something like that. You just have to try and believe it to the best of your ability every day, all day long. Look at that thought and go, yeah, that can be me. I can totally believe that. That's true about me. Your brain will then find evidence that it is true. And here's the thing about that. That's confirmation bias. That's what happens when you believe something. Your brain goes and it figures out how to make that thing true to you. Now, without being political, I just I want to be careful here. I don't want this to be a political statement, but I want you to recognize that this is something you'll see so clearly when I say it. There are people who love our current president, and there are people who hate our current president. And no matter what either side says, no one could dissuade them from their opinion. That's confirmation bias. The guy does the exact same thing, and each side has a, a, a vastly different opinion of the thing he does. And what that is, is it's your brain saying, look, here's proof that this is true. And what I want you to know, what I want you to understand in this, and this is something I go in depth with, with my clients and on my, in my uh, work with people who are using addictive behaviors and are deeply entrenched in unwanted habits. We begin the process of deciding who you are. What is it that I believe about me that serves me, that helps me be the best version of myself? Because in doing that, your brain will begin to seek out reasons and proof to see that as who you are all the time rather than looking for reasons why you're a bad person, rather than looking for reasons why you're never going to measure up, your brain's going to look for reasons to prove to you that you're freaking amazing. And here's the truth about it. You are freaking amazing. You are so stinking amazing that even when you have this as your biggest struggle, pornography use as your most difficult struggle, you're amazing. The fact that you're getting up and going out and trying to figure this out, that's amazing. And you can do this. I can absolutely promise you. So I just wanted to leave that with you. I want you to just kind of put that into your head. You don't have to know how it works right now. You don't even have to try and like really get deep into it. Just kind of realize that you can absolutely figure this out. And if you just let that simmer for a little while in your brain, you're going to both start to understand it and start to believe it, and start to do it. All right, you guys. Listen, I absolutely love doing this. I thank you so much for listening. Please feel free to set up a free consult with me at zackspafford.com slash work with me. I'd love to have a conversation with you and your wife. If your wife comes, we can totally bring my wife on. She loves to talk to wives. It's a great opportunity to begin the process of believing in yourself and trusting that you can actually fix this and change this in your life and become the person that you want to be. All right, you guys, talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Self Mastery Podcast. Imagine you sitting next to your loved one and no longer bogged down by the greatest trial of your life. Each month, I offer a free webinar that you can attend where you can get your questions answered about how you can break free from pornography use. Take a moment now and go to the website, zackspafford.com slash free call, and you can sign up for free. You don't want to miss out on this amazing opportunity to ask questions, learn a new skill, and even get coached live if you like. We'll see you then.
Thanks for listening to Thrive Beyond Pornography. If you're seeking guidance and support to overcome pornography for good and begin creating a thriving life beyond it, check out my free webinar, How to Overcome Pornography with Skills That Actually Work. You'll learn practical, proven skills guided by an expert coach who has personally overcome pornography. Whether you're getting started for just yourself or along with your spouse, Darcy and I can teach you the tools that will help you put your life on the right path for you. Be sure to check out the show notes for a direct link. And if you could take a moment to leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts, it would mean the world to us. Your reviews play a significant role in helping others discover the show so they can join us on this transformative journey. Thank you for being part of the Thrive Beyond Pornography community. Until our next episode, stay strong, stay focused, and keep thriving.